Free from GP, Rantut, Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From Afros and Braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. GP3 Homies from the Block. And now, here's Tommy B. GP3 Homies from the Block. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. GP3 round 141. Round 141. GP3. Tommy B is here. And Shannon Marguerite is here. Shannon what's Marguerite. Up? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Sunday morning is hard on folks. Yeah. It, it's just hard. I don't know. <laughs> we may have to reconsider. But uh, Shannon Marguerite, thank you so much. The adoptee advocate and host of. Uh, State of the Ward podcast is hanging out with me. I'll get with you in just a minute, uh, Shannon. Thank you so much for coming. Okay. I appreciate you. Sure. No problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, GP3 story real quick, y'all, um, because we got some new folks listening, coming into the show. So uh, I am going to go back to letting people know that uh, we started the show, uh, GP3, back in uh, 2016. And we did it like right before the uh, big 2016 election. Uh, myself, Ran, and uh, and Tut, uh, both Tut and Ran have retired from the show. Uh, but we were classmates at Grove Park. That's what the GP stands for, elementary in 1977. Um, Ran grew up on a street called South Elizabeth Place over near Grove Park. Tut on Charlotte Place, and I was on North Avenue. So that's the old um, GP3 story. That's how we got started. That's how we got rolling. And uh, what's up, um, uh, Shannon Marguerite, adoptee advocate, Hi. host, <laughs> State of the Ward. What's going on with you? What's What's been happening? Yes. What's been yes, happening? Yes, yes, yes. So many exciting things. I'm so excited for um, the new podcast that we're doing. It's an adoptee's perspective um, based off of our podcast and the directions. We're, we're structuring directions, and we've decided to keep the topic with adoptees that are in the system. We're going to interview the movers and the shakers in the system, social workers, foster parents, adoptees. And I also facilitate a um, Adoptees Connect Baltimore group. And we had our first meeting yesterday and they're able to participate. So I'm really excited about it. I really am. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, by the way, and I'll mention this again, the podcast um, is on SoundCloud. Um, you've just been added to, uh, which one is it? Uh, tune in radio. And, yes. And, and iTunes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> You're on iTunes and, yes. and soon you'll be on, um, on Spotify. So, yes, um, I'm so excited and things are growing. So, so kudos to you. Kudos for getting thank up you. on a Sunday morning when we tape the podcast. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, uh, let's get into some shout outs. We'll do some shout outs. Um, you got any shout outs? To, to folks 
actually, I would like to shout out to you for being amazing. This oh. is great. Um, I've been listening to your podcast now and just it's very motivational, very inspired. So I'm looking forward to thank you again for having me back. This is exciting week two. So I look forward to continuing to come back. This is really cool. I wow, love okay. this. I got a shout out. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and um, I'll do my shout outs. I appreciate it big time though, because I don't get any shout outs. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna shout out a couple of folks. I, you know, I've already, I'll, I'll shout you out back, you know, for, for making the effort uh, to do the podcast. One of the things about podcasting is, um, is really, there are a lot of people who want to do them. Um, but they're, once they start it, it's tough to keep it going. And a lot of folks kind of, you know, interest starts to wane. They make a couple of mistakes. They, they fall a bit and, and it just becomes, it becomes too hard for them to continue, but you've had a, a really good attitude, um, and, and really done all the things to sustain. So, you know, you're going to have a good podcast. You can have a successful podcast. So, um, kudos to you for, for, for definitely doing everything right up front. Um, to, to create, I call it like a sustainable podcast. So kudos, kudos. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. And Kamala Harris, I got to shout her out, uh, you know, for the week. Um, she really dominated that second night. Uh, if y'all had a chance to check out um, the debates, um, you know, well, uh, Rob Redding's going to talk about it and, and, and Syracuse Mike's going to mention it in his, um, in his report. But I just wanted to shout her out because, you know, quite frankly, with uh, Elizabeth Warren and, uh, of course, Biden and and some of the other candidates coming out making statements, she was getting lost. And this week, man, she came back strong and especially how she stuck it to Biden. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, I was I was kind of up here talking about a Biden ticket with Warren. And, and now we might be talking about whether or not Biden's going to make it, you know, to the end. Uh, so it's going to be real interesting to see. So I wanted to shout out Kamala Harris. Um, and, and, and I don't know, I don't want to make this a positive, but, you know, as we take the podcast, uh, 45 becomes the first American president to set foot in North Korea. Can, can, can they just keep his ass? Can they just... <laughs> I'm not talking about like a kidnapping. Give him a job. <laughs> Give his ass something to do and, and maybe make him want to stay. Um, but yeah, he's over there hanging out with Pugsley and and the crew over at the, they stepped over the DMZ and and you're military, so you did did they ever talk to you about going to the DMZ over the the demilitarized zone? No, thank you. <laughs> no, really. No. Did they ever offer? Did they ever offer you the opportunity to go to Korea? Go to no, you know, thank you, South Korea. It was, it was, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, thank but, you. Good for him. I hope he had a great time. Yeah, I, I don't mean that in a in a uh, terroristic way. You know, <laughs> for the for forty five. I just you know maybe they'll offer him a job. Him and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> can go over and maybe uh, create a uh, an NBA franchise and, and just stay. Maybe. You oh, know. he'll definitely have a job. By the time he gets out of office, he'll have, have plenty of jobs. That's he's going to have condos. <laughs> he's going to have condos yeah, on the beach. That's what he's doing. Out. That's what that's, you're right. Mm -hmm. uh, get also, his property together. Say, say what now? 
they just scouted out properties or scouted yep. out areas for his thing. Yep. That's the way it works. <laughs> um, U.S. women's soccer team, shout them out. Um, they keep winning. And, and this is crazy because the Trump supporters in 45 are hating because, um, you know, women's soccer team, the lead of the women's soccer team basically said, you know, we're not, you know, we're not supporting. We're not going to show up. Uh, if we win and get an invite from the White House, uh, which, you know, um, I agree. And um, but AOC did invite um, the soccer team, the women's soccer team to uh, to actually do a tour of Congress. And, and uh, they tweeted back, basically said, hey, yeah, we'll absolutely, you know, take AOC up on her invite. Uh, turned down 45. So, you know, it's crazy. Uh, but the hate is being thrown from the Trump supporters to, you know, U.S. women's soccer and uh, just craziness. I mean, you know, you, 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 you know, I don't know. I'm going to leave it at that. Any, any thoughts, Shannon, on that? Well, I think it's amazing to see a more, I want to say, white dominated sport mm-hmm. now standing up for that, because I'm sure that's not something that they were expecting. Yeah. So I think they're going through the process of trying to deal with that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. And, um, you know, I, I got some just some birthdays. Uh, you know, I know you got some stuff, uh, Shannon, but I, I you know, I'll, I'll throw in some celebrity birthdays uh, as we get through the shout out. Um, uh, as as we take the show, uh, Iron Mike Tyson turns 50 t- 52. Sorry, Iron Mike, 52. It's, it's crazy starting to see some of these cats I grew up with turn 50 and over, the, the athletes and the rappers. So, you know, Iron Mike is 52. Uh, on, on this day, um, Fantasia is 34. Uh, on July 1st, uh, Missy Elliott turns 47. Uh, Plies, you heard of Plies, right? The rapper, hip hop. You heard of him? Of course. Hey, <laughs> whatever he does. I know you know Plies. <laughs> of course, some crazy noise. Yes, I know Plies. Definitely. Plies is forty-two. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, Blues Brothers, Ghostbusters, uh, SNL, sixty-six. Uh, July first, um, uh, Princess Diana would have been fifty-eight. Um, July third, Tom Cruise turns fifty-six. Uh, more shotgun, pull out the shotgun, President Obama, uh, Malia Obama turns 20 um, on the same day safari. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to hang out. <laughs> that ain't a good sign. Uh, safari turns uh, Safari Samuels from Love and Hip Hop 37. Um, July 5th, RZA from the Wu-Tang turns 49. And let's see, July 6th, Kevin Hart turns 39. Uh, 50 Cent, turns 48 on july 6th zion williamson it's birthday. yep it's your birthday uh zion <laughs> williamson uh from the pelicans um nba just drafted this dude is just turning 18 mm. a millionaire because mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. 18 um mm-hmm. did you ever watch sister to sister of course yep T and, yep. and uh, what is it? T. How do you say her name? Tamara. Sister, sister. Yep. TNT Maori. <laughs> they turned forty. And George W. Bush, who cares, is seventy-two on July sixth. Damn, he's seventy-two already. He was looking seventy-two about twenty years ago, though. So I, yeah. I don't know what he looks like now. Um, and July seventh, um, 
gospel great or, you know, young gospel great too. Tasha Cobbs on July 7th um, turns 37. What you got? You got anything? Got any contributions? To, I got um, some birthdays. I got some birthday shout outs. Go ahead. What you got? Go ahead. So Kathy Bates turned 71. Wow. You know, Kathy Bates won an Oscar for her role in Misery. Yep. Stephen King. Yes. One of my favorites. Yep. Yes. John Cusack turns 53. Wow. Wow. Yes. What else and you got? That's it, because, you know, you took a lot of my birthdays. I had a few <laughs> up here, but you took them. So. Oh, you know, Mel Brooks turns 93. Oh, okay. These are like, yes. okay, the, the white minority birthdays that you're trying to fill yeah, in. Yeah, I got to balance it out. <laughs> yeah, you took my other ones, so I had some I balance I took all the black there, people so, yeah. and the, 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 the ones black people care about. And, well, you know, Kathy Bates is cool. Uh, you know, Mel Brooks had some some shining moments and John Cusack. I, I remember I mean, John we Cusack. Good. Yeah, which one? <laughs> Cusack was what what was the big movie Cusack was in? Um damn, I'm trying to think. Oh, Love Love Actually, I think, where he was holding up the boombox or something like that. Oh, yeah. And was it Face Off? Is it Face Off? I don't know if was no, I don't think he he may have been in Face Off. You you may be oh, thinking about man. uh what's his name? What's uh John Travolta. Okay, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no. that's it. That's cool. I appreciate it. All right. Hey, <laughs> let's do, um, we're going to do Sipping the Tea with Tanya B. And uh, we'll get right back in just a minute. All right. Here's Sipping the Tea. Oh, yeah, y'all. She's back. Oh, you yeah, can't keep her away. I'm back. <laughs> no, not, never that. Never that. Tanya never B that. is in the building. Tanya B, how you yeah. doing? Uh, I'm doing fine. How you doing? Yeah, how I'm doing you good. doing? Are you, are you are you still making Hollywood Road? That's the running thing we got. You still well, you know there was a flood there last week, so I've kind of been staying away because uh, they don't really clean the storm drains over there too much up in the bluffs and the cuts. So, oh no, still we gotta so call I, we gotta call a mayor named Keisha. <laughs> we we got a mayor named Keisha. <laughs> yes, we got a wait. We have a mayor named Keisha and a city commissioner named Keisha. Oh, How yeah. about that? Oh yeah. ATL. Yes. Sir. Represent. Yeah. Only, right, so what only. you what you got? It's a, it's kind oh, of a, well, kind of a busy week. I mean, you you've been off the last yes. couple of weeks, but things have been building. So what you got? What you got? Oh, yes. Well, first I got to say this. You know, last week was the alleged return of Freaknik in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and it was more like a Freaknik. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it rained, it hailed. Uh, the organizers, promoters of the show claimed they had 15,000 people. But when I saw a pan of the crowd, I really begged to differ. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was cool. Pastor Troy was there. The Yin Yang Twins were there. It was really more like a, a 90s hip hop Atlanta type of show. I didn't get it. it. It got some coverage on the news, but not a lot. The coverage of Freak Dick was more about the rain during Freaknik than the actual Freaknik, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. it was so. going crazy. I mean, weather-wise, um, I, I don't even see how, you know, they, they even continued in the rain. It rained that much. So, it, it was interesting. The weekend they It had. was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, moving on, we're still in the Anybody Care category. One thing I must say again, we'll make this really quickly, is this week's edition of Sipping the Tea is brought to you by the city of <laughs> Chicago again, again. Go away. Yes, <laughs> new mayor. We don't care. Really quickly, as you may have heard, there are new uh, accounts of uh, accounts 
count charges against R. Kelly. More charges for girls the ages of 13 to 16. There are more sex tapes out there. And my sources tell me there's one particular tape he does not want to get out mm. because it is him, a young girl, and a well-known male rapper getting it in. Uh-oh. This is just kind of escalating with every instance, every, you know, I know we talked about it a couple of weeks ago um, where we mentioned it, but this new, this new one with the rapper, um, and I don't want to name any names, but has anybody given any indication of, of the Let's just East say East Coast, West Coast? <laughs> no, I'll leave it at that. I'll just I'll say, uh, <laughs> no, 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 don't, <laughs> don't even go there. <laughs> Well-known male rapper. I'll just leave it at that. Male rapper. Okay, moving and again, again in the Chicago Chronicles and the Anybody Care file. Yeah. Yes, Jesse Smollett's tapes were released. The nine one one call was released. A whole bunch of stuff has been released, and now the word on the street is this is not going away, and it's not going away in a bad way. Where you know, word on the curb is that maybe Jesse and R. Kelly might actually be cellmates at some point in time. Mm. Um, Lee Daniels has come out as he did initially in defense of Jesse. Mm-hmm. Now he says he's just really embarrassed by the whole thing wow. because it really seems like a ruse. Mm-hmm. And if you hear the, the tapes, the 911 tape and the police tape, it's almost like he wanted to make sure they got certain angles and certain pictures, but they couldn't get certain things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jesse, your PR stunt really backfired. As you may know, this is the sixth and final season of Empire coming up, and it's like this, just kind of like this cloud over Empire. Mm-hmm. You've got Jesse and his foolishness. He is not coming back to the show. And I don't know that people are going to care. And the other thing is, okay, you've got Jesse Smollett. You've got uh, Yaz, the young man that plays his brother. Mm-hmm. Hakeem, he got arrested a few weeks ago for doing something stupid. And now the authorities are after Terrence Howard for tax evasion and hiding money. Uh, Word from the curb is that so that his ex-wives don't come after him, he's got each of them stashing like bags of money different places. And the IRS has gotten a hold of it and they are looking for him. The only person from Empire that seems to be somewhat unscathed mm-hmm. is Taraji P. Henson. If you remember, she said she only wanted to do one more season of Empire. Yeah. I think she knew it was going to be the final season. And she's been the only one that's kind of kept her nose clean. But check this tea. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Lee Daniels really gave her like the come up of all, come up of all parts. Although we knew her from a lot of different uh movies and, yeah, and yeah. mainstream movies and even Tyler Perry. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. she said, wait, on the BET Awards where Tyler got the Lifetime Achievement Award and she introduced him, mm-hmm. she mentioned that Tyler Perry was the only person that paid her what she was worth. So wow. is that like a side eye oh, yeah. dig That's to like Lee Daniels and Empire? I'm like, ooh, wow. girl. But here's the gag. Mm-hmm. You know, after this next season, Taraji won't be on Empire, but as you may have heard, Tyler Perry has cut any and all ties with Oprah and the own network, and he's mm-hmm. going over to save BET. And, and you know what? Service. I, 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 I saw that coming, and I think, you know, his time with Oprah basically had just come to an end. You know, yeah, so yeah. moving on, you know, definitely, uh, it, it, it's definitely more advantageous for BET than it is for him. They like need it, but, but here's the gag. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he's talked about this uh, BET streaming service that is debuting in the fall, mm-hmm. but he's also bringing 
a new soap opera to BET. You know, I wonder if that will mean the haves and the have-nots, mm-hmm. and if Loving You Is Wrong will end on the old network. Now, this new soap um, is about White House employees, mm-hmm. not the president, but the staff. Wow. So it'll be interesting to see how that is. And he was plugging that show in the streaming service like he had to pay the rent at the BET Awards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. I got to keep it moving here. Keep it moving. Um, don't forget, this weekend on TV One, June 29th, the Bobby DeBarge story debut starring um, that young man, Rashawn. He's also on Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. But he... Uh, is a Disney kid and his father, if you've seen the five heartbeats, as many of us have seen the five heartbeats, mm-hmm. the character that played Bird in the five heartbeats, the guy with kind of like the red hair. Hmm. Okay. Was that, the one oh, wait that, a minute. Was the that, one that not they, red. The one they hung over. No, not big red, but the one big red hung over the balcony. Ah, uh, okay. The young guy. The one, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. That dude, he's one of Robert Townsend's like long time dudes and that's Rashawn's father so he got it honestly so the Bobby DeBarge story was filmed down here in Atlanta it's interesting but I don't know who in the entire hell did the hair for that movie oh those wigs look like something <laughs> wait a look. minute can I say this I saw the can promo I? I saw the promo and I didn't even I kind of glanced at the TV and I said the same thing I mean not even like sitting down looking at it just a glance and seeing the hair and I said, wait a minute, y'all. <laughs> what you doing? You know, obviously, whoever did it didn't consider the times. They weren't from the they. Era. They didn't know. They didn't do their job. All they had, they could have gotten him an Afro wig. Good oh. Lord. That crap he had on his head, little Richard wouldn't wear that crap. <laughs> and when he had, oh, God, it looked like something they had, somebody had spilled some lard on it. And it oh, didn't it was all. Straightening. You it, know what? I'm, I'm, I'm concerned, though. And, and you and I talked about this earlier. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan. I was a Switch fan. I was I was a huge Switch fan, and and you know, DeBarge was cool, but Switch was my group, and and I just don't know if this will do the group and and the promise of that group justice. Do you think? I'm, I'm curious. How about wait? How about will it do the DeBarge family justice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, a couple of the other siblings, um, Randy DeBarge and I forgot the other one. They live down here in Georgia. Okay. I doubt they Not were bunny. Not Bunny, though, right? Not or, Bunny, no. Okay. Um, Mark. Yeah, Chico. Well, Chico anyway, was younger. Yeah. Chico no, wasn't. Yeah, he was yeah. here. But, yeah, they will live, uh, still live down here further outside. Of, you know, they just kind of have gone on and gotten normal jobs and normal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, they were probably a little salty that they were not consulted. And, oh, my goodness, just... That looks like a bad hair day. It, I mean, granted, I, I don't when they were down there filming, can watch it. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna no, watch no. It. can you promo. watch it with a straight face? Because while they were down there filming, <laughs> it rained a lot, but they should have kept the wig dry. Oh that, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby, baby, that movie will not win a nomination for get an award for best hair, makeup, <laughs> or oh, costume. Yeah, we'll All see. right, moving we'll right see. along. Go ahead. Okay. Now, you know, everybody always says when people are, you know, have gone on to glory, as my grandmother would say, and they're no longer alive, just leave. The music that's in the can is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it was not supposed to be fit to be ready to be released. But of all people, I'm a little surprised that Clive Davis has pulled an old Whitney song from mm-hmm. 1995 out of the can and it's released. Mm, okay. I think, didn't they try that right after, immediately after her death? 
With, uh, no, we're, we're, you may recall that we're going to do a hologram concert, and that got shut down okay. very quickly. Okay. Very yeah. quickly. So look for Whitney Houston's rendition of the 1980s Steve Winwood song, Bring Me a Higher Love, if you recall. Oh, boy. Uh, Shaka Khan sang background on the yeah. song. Yeah. Rogers was involved in the production and playing on the song. And that was before Whitney's voice really went to hell in a handbasket. So it might be okay, but yeah. sometimes you just need to, you know, that's like saying, oh, I got this hot new James Brown record. I'm going to put this out. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I, I, I hope it is a great song. Higher Love. Is is you know of course Steve Winwood's greatest song, and it's a great yeah. song. So I, and it, it crossed over. Yeah, it did. Just leave it there. It did. Yeah. Hey, one one thing before we get off this, um, I will say this, and I was very skeptical about the Prince release um, with the originals album that came yes. out. But you know what? Listening to Prince do the songs that he gave other people. Actually, it's pretty, pretty damn good. Yes. You know what? <laughs> I mean, he could have kept it. Right. He could have kept them for himself. Oh, but just the songs song. he gave Sheila E. He could have. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, most of the album, uh, quite a few of the songs were like from Sheila E.'s debut. Uh, and I noticed that. And and hearing him do the songs that he gave away, man, it was actually pretty damn good. I mean, I'm not a and, big fan of of them releasing stuff from the vault, but this was not a bad idea. So hopefully they'll wasn't. do it. You know, wouldn't like that too? It, Go ahead. And what, here's the gag: it's almost like in the, like you say, there were songs he didn't charge; he just gave them to people. Yeah. Or he would go anonymously and play. One of my favorite rock songs is a song by Stevie Nicks called Stand Back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prince threw it through. She said he came. And if you go to YouTube, you hear her tell the story of it. It was really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And he would just come in, do his thing, and leave. And even the Bangle song, Manic Monday, even Mm -hmm. the songs that he had for, like, Apollonia and Vanity Six and, you know, Jill Jones and people who kind of came and went. And, you know, it's like it wasn't bad. But I think if... If there was ever a way for his estate to give title one last album to mm-hmm. get out of that contract that they have with them, mm-hmm. I say home run five on it. Five yeah, and, on. and let me say for for those who, who aren't aware, um, he did uh, like an Apollon. He did Sex Shooter. Um, mm-hmm. What else was on? Manic Monday is on. Yeah, here. nothing. Nothing compares nothing to you. Nothing compares. He did uh, a couple of. Uh, he did Jungle Love. He did the yeah. the, the Time songs. Um, that he produced, and and of course, um, you know the Sheila E stuff. He did Holly Rock. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm, you know? I'm just saying, you know what he the, and you know here's the thing about that. Yeah. We're getting this album from the vault, yeah. but I would bet the rent is so much more. Yeah, and oh, there yeah. are songs oh, yeah. that he wrote for oh, people yeah. that he didn't. He changed his name, like on the Bagels Manic Monday. He called himself Christopher. Yeah, nobody yeah. knew. Yeah, he did the Ale- Alexander one. Nevermind and the kid. Yep. He had a lot of different yeah. releases. Yeah, Jamie Starr, all, all Star. that. So yep. you know what? Mm-hmm. I know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And I think they picked the best of the best songs. And you can actually see that mm-hmm. he, that the people that rec- we recorded them didn't really stray too far no, from no. the original version. No. So there's some still some musical integrity there. Yeah, it was almost like, I'm not going to lie to you, he did the song, the demo, gave it to the artist and said, this is how you do it, and walked out. <laughs> it's, it's like that. And that's how close, you know, that when you hear, knowing the originals, when you hear how he did it, he showed them how to perform. 
the song. And here's the gag about the whole thing. Yeah. Even though he didn't put his name on there, mm-hmm. there's this thing called publishing. Yeah. So there will still continue yeah. to be residual royalties yeah. coming from these songs. Absolutely. The estate. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, speaking speaking of estate, now many of you, unless you're really a baby boomer, you don't know the name Neil Bogart. But I, I'd like to say if it weren't for Neil Bogart, there would have been a whole lot less disco in the world during the late 70s. Yep. I'm talking the village people, Donna Summer. He had a gaggle of people signed to his label, mm-hmm. you know, during the 70s and even into the early 80s before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, they're making a movie about Neil Bogart and Casablanca Records. It's wow. called Spinning Gold. I wish I knew there's no release date just yet. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you who is in the cast. Are mm-hmm. you ready? I'm ready. Keenan Thompson from SNL. Remember Keenan and Kel? He's yeah. grown up now. Okay, Keenan Thompson's playing Barry Gordon. Wow. Interesting. Jason Der- oh, wait, he gets better. Hold your applause, please. <laughs> Jason Derulo is playing Ron Isley. Oh my, okay. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan is playing Gladys Knight. Wow. Jay Farrow of SNL frame, and you have to also have oh. maybe have to be on the east and west. Well, east and west coast. Jay Farrow mm-hmm. is playing legendary New York DJ Frankie Crocker. And Farrow is the master of impressions. So I know. Yeah, he does Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. And but wait, here's a gag. If you had to say, hmm, who are they gonna get to play the soon to be retired? Master, maestro, all things P Funk. Are you ready for this? Samuel L. Jackson is going to (laughs) play George Clinton. Are you serious? They got the right person. They did. I mean, think, if you just take that. I mean, yeah. I, I, and also, Johnny Gill just joined the cast of the movie. Now, mm-hmm. in the, I want to say, like the mm-hmm. very early days of Casablanca, he signed. There's a group called the Five Stair Steps. They were actually the precursor to the Jackson Five. They mm-hmm. were a group of siblings from Chicago. Ooh, and they would. Yeah, Wu Child and you know Kenny Burke. If keep rising to the top, we might not have had that joint by Dougie Fresh had it not been for Kenny Burke, who's a very established Mm -hmm. uh, musician. So Johnny Gill is supposed to be playing one of the members, probably either Kenny or Clarence Burke Jr., who was a lead singer. Johnny Gill's going to be now. What they're on the lookout for is Mm -hmm. an unknown to play Donna Summer. Yeah, that's what I. Here's my thing. Donna Donna was massive. She was it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know they call Gloria Gaynor the queen of disco, mm-hmm. but Donna Summer had way, think about it. I mean, Gloria Gaynor, no tea, no shade, I will survive as a classic. Mm-hmm. But Donna Summer put out a whole lot more music oh, yeah. than Gloria Gaynor did. Yeah, she put that label now, on the map. I mean, she, well, I, I won't say put it on the map, but she, she kept the elevated lights on. it. She kept the lights Absolutely. on. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, they're saying they want an unknown. They, I don't know... I mean, I don't know who could do it. The only person I thought of that might be able to do it with some work and a little bit of, well, no, a lot of makeup and whatnot, mm-hmm. maybe Jennifer Hudson. But just think about the girls that are out there now. Because one thing people don't know, Donna Summer was my Boston girl, but she mm-hmm. was a Boston. singing, yeah, singing. <laughs> ATL, ATL, yeah. amazingly enough, her, her mom, yeah. she moved her mom to ATL. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. 
But the thing is, Donna Summer is a preacher's daughter. Yeah. And Donna Summer, although you heard, oh, that, you know, mm-hmm. Donna Summer was one of those preacher's daughters who could sing flat foot in church. Amazing. So don't so don't get it yeah. twisted. And yeah. she and her sisters, they were the Gaines girls in Boston, Reverend mm-hmm. Gaines's daughters. Her sister Mary, uh, until she passed away, mm-hmm. was I knew Mary. She's actually a stronger singer than Donna. Sure. And she sang back up with Donna for years until she got sick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're going to have to really dig deep. They may have to go to Canada. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Deborah Cox could play Donna Summer because she be, did do Whitney possibly. and did her some justice. Yeah, that, um, I, I, I could see that. I could see Deborah Cox doing it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Tamia. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Wait a minute. But it, it's, oh, Tamia from uh, Grand Hill? Fame. Yeah, Grand Hill, okay. yeah, because okay. she, she can actually sing. Okay. Uh, I don't see it for Sierra. I don't no. see it for any of these new little girls out here because at the end of the day, to quote Betty Wright, cleanup mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. you can't sing. And Donna <laughs> Summer really could sing. Quote, unquote. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. So, the movie starts filming this summer, and yeah. that's one of those movies where I will have my popcorn. I will be ready. So, keep your eyes out for spinning gold. Well, let me, let me say, you know, I hope. And, and I know, you know, generational, uh, you know, time has moved on. But, you know, I know people always um, connect Donna purely with the, the niche part of disco. But as you said, she was just a hell of a performer. I can remember her. I think she did an ABC special back in the day. Um, because, you know, there was and a always, lifetime, too. Yeah, yeah. She did. Too. When she was hot, she, you know, as all the artists used to do. Uh, a TV show and she did one yes. of the summer TV shows and everybody, as you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in elementary school or whatever it was back in the day. And there was, a, you know, the rumor about Donna summer, everybody, she was a man. <laughs> so, so everybody waited for her to come on TV because they'd never really seen her before. And she came out with her little girl and, you know, it was just, you know, she yeah. took it from there. It was another level from that point on. But let me say this. Yeah. They say Wendy Williams is a man. There was even talk at one point that Evelyn Champagne King yeah. was a man. Yeah, and that. nothing is further from the truth. So, eh. Absolutely. Yeah. What you got? What's anyway. next? What's next? So, um, just last, I'm gonna, let's talk about plastic surgery. Come on, y'all. Oh. Now, I know, you know, you can get a little nip tuck here, there, and there. And I just look at this. Unless it's going to be like a chain, so just try to rock with me on this. Mm-hmm. Now, Janet Jackson, we saw what Michael ended up, ended up looking like. Mm-hmm. So that should be a cautionary tale. Janet has got to stop. Yeah. Stop, Janet. You know what? I don't care if Janet weighed 100 pounds or 200 pounds. She's still beautiful, mm-hmm. and she knows how to entertain people, and people would accept her whether she was flat foot, ball-headed, and 200 pounds. She yeah. is still and always will be in control, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so she's, and she's had a baby, so, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Janet, stop with that. Then we got Mariah Carey. Her former assistants are just spilling all of her teeth, talking about the butt injections and the breast lift and all this oh, plastic no. surgery. Oh, no. She needs to stop it, too. And then we come to... God bless Cardi B. Well, see, Cardi B, I give her five on it. She said, I got this done. Mm-hmm. I didn't follow my doctor's instructions. I have mm-hmm. to slow down. I'm having some issues. And she had to go sit her behind down, which she should have done anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that whole thing. But yeah. I'm telling you, it's it's you know, it's a shame because everything that people think is real, including reality TV, is not real. You know, there was a time when you had to work with whatever you had. And I think young girls are getting the wrong message because they think anything that you think is not perfect – 
uh, about your exterior appearance. If you can't Photoshop it or filter it, you got to go swing around the pole, make money, and go to a plastic surgeon, and these young girls are dying. Well, you know, I mean, pop culture is brutal, though, you know. Ultimately, when when some of these artists, especially with Instagram and social media, uh, the pressure's on to be more visible. And if they don't show up for a while and they show up and something's different, even with Bobby Brown. You remember you were talking about Bobby Brown losing weight? And his, his liposuction? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, people notice the differences and they make comments. And, and I know it's tough, probably tougher for women, definitely tougher for women than men. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's tough. I mean, you know, the, the, the public is brutal and, and it's unfortunate because you're absolutely right. You know, they're taking chances. I mean, Janet's over 50. Um, and, and as you know, I mean, you know, I guess, hell, what's her name? Joan Rivers. <laughs> okay. Right. There's a cautionary tale. She could have, I mean, come on, just let it go. And she went in and look what happened. Yeah. They, and you know, she's somebody that is famous I mean, of that course, we she, know about. She ain't black don't crack though, but still. No, no, she's not. But yeah. I mean, still, it, it's a shame. And, and just in, in closing out about Cardi B, you know, there's always been this alleged beef with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj is always, you know, and it's how interesting is it now? Cardi B, you know, she's still that girl. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody has their time. There was a time when Nikki was that girl. Yeah. There was a time when little Kim was that girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody has their day. Now, word from the curb is now that Nikki is marrying her manager, which is a big mistake. Look at who's managed their mm-hmm. wives and not stayed married. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she got the marriage license and word from the curb is that she's pregnant. Wow. Now, when she, Here's what my here's my two cents, and I could be completely wrong, but just rock with me for me. I'm gonna rock with you. Go ahead. Okay, Nikki is you know this whole thing about trolling Cardi B, and they had to fight at the fashion week thing, all of this stuff, and now Cardi is that girl, and Nikki's not. The mm-hmm. last you know couple of records she put out did okay, but they didn't do what Cardi did. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, Cardi has Grammys, and Nikki does not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, when she, I think Nikki might have seen all the publicity and the love that Cardi B got when she was going through the pregnancy and her talking how honestly about, you know, what it was like and how uncomfortable it was and, you know, how she couldn't work. And then she had the baby and she couldn't leave her and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if Nikki's pregnant, is it just because, is it by design or is it because she wants to ride the publicity train and hopefully get the love? That Cardi got, but it's two different things. And now I think if that is the case, you know, people stunt all the time. Mm-hmm. Nikki's not going to get the results that she intends because Nikki's Nikki and Cardi's Cardi. That's the reality of it. Yeah. One thing's for certain and two things for sure. Nikki will come out swinging at Cardi and Cardi is not here for it. She has enough to worry about with her, you know, looking at jail time for having Somebody beat up the two strippers that she alleged. I'm sorry, the I'm sorry, the strip club bartending sisters. <laughs> she claims slept with her husband. Yeah. But here's the gag. Back in the day. If he cheated yeah. wait, if he cheated on her, beat his ass, not them. He cheated. Yeah. Well, I'm I'ma say this. Um, you know, and I know I think Nikki's got the Megatron song out. She's she's coming back. She's back on the scene. I, I just look at Nikki and Cardi as two really different types of rappers okay um cardi is more i mean i'm I'm not gonna say trendy 
But I think eventually that trend's going or whatever she's doing is eventually. It is, but you know what? Nikki was a trend. Nikki was a trend too. Yeah, Nikki was a trend. Nikki was a trend. But Nikki, in my opinion, I I do think Nikki has more longevity as possibly an actress. Almost like if you look at, uh, what's his name? Method Man. And how Method Man was able to kind of sustain by doing. Yeah, reinvent himself. Yeah, reinvent himself. I think. Uh, I think Nikki has that opportunity as well. If she focuses on, because her presence is different than Cardi's. Cardi still has room to grow when it comes down to her, her presence on film. Nikki is a natural. When you see her in films, you see her in movies, you know, when she was doing the judging thing, uh, I think with American Idol, wherever she was. Yes. Um, you know, she just has better presence in, in public. And I think, you know, she needs to probably go the route of like the other rappers like Method Man and, and even LL Cool J, you know. Oh, MC, MC Light. MC Queen Light. Yep. But let me say this. Hold, hold on to your wig. Yep. Let's let's put Cardi on pause right now. Okay. Because I think people are going to see an extremely different side of her when this movie Hustlers comes out in the fall with Jennifer Lopez, hmm. where okay. they play these strippers. Well, so that should be natural for Cardi. Wow. So I think you're going to see a different side of her. And my, my thought is... Yeah, <laughs> And, and, you know, sometimes reality is real and that's even better. But I think if she does it correctly and she gets a ticket on the J-Lo train. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Think about it. So, yeah, Hustlers comes out. The movie's just about done and it comes out this fall. So let's let's circle back and reserve the right to give Cardi uh what do you call it? a recess? Okay, and okay. we will we'll okay, we'll to be. Will we call this case in September? Right, I'm gonna wait for the <laughs> Nikki movie. Minaj, I'll wait. Boy, Nikki's <laughs> not in the movie, and this is going to the big screen. And just because it's a Jennifer Lopez movie, it gets sucked to high holy hell. Yeah. Her dedicated fan base will go see it, mm-hmm. and I'm sure every Latino and every little boy who's ever pleasured himself to her pictures will be in the movie. Theater. Oh, but, but That's it, just with, a, with Cardi being in it, it's on another level. So it's already right. it's already a smash. It's going to be yeah. a smash. So it's all these right, these right. crossover chicks. So you got the hood chicks, the hood mm-hmm. dudes, yeah. you know everybody, the LGBT community who you know embrace J Lo and all the other people that are in the movie. So it's it's going to be interesting. I'm actually looking more forward to that than no. I, I take that back. I want to see Spinning Gold, then Hustlers. Okay, that's my number two. So we'll right. see what happens. Keep us up to date. Let us know. All right, what else you got? Oh, don't forget July 20th, I'll be in West Palm Beach, Florida with the Soundcheck Media Group doing a music business workshop. The price is right. It's free. So you free. can't complain. It is F-R-A-E-E. You can go to my uh, Instagram or my Twitter, T-Bird Atlanta. You can also go to IG and look up Soundcheck Media Group. And sign up. I understand it is not a whole lot of space left. So, you know, if you come there and you learn one thing that you didn't know and yet you didn't pay for, you know what? You can't complain. So if you're really serious about being in the business, if you're serious about really honing your craft, if you're serious about learning the business and the opportunities that are out there for independent artists that don't cost a lot of money, mm-hmm. yep. July Absolutely. 20th. July 20th, Tanya B. Uh, and, and let me tell y'all, if, if you really and truly want to know next level information, or information that you don't get 
at a lot of these other seminars, you need to you need to attend. Uh, you need to be there. Tanya B is is a gold mine when it comes to down. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of gold, let me drop some gold on you right now. All you in yeah, this is this is this Diamond. is real. This is real. It is about to get gangster. This is hardcore. Uh oh. One more a before lot we go. Go ahead. Di- okay. A lot of digital radio stations have been paying royalty fees to a company called Stream Licensing. Mm. Because they were told they had to. Uh-oh. Stream licensing never paid any artists. Uh. When the radio stations asked them about their accounts and questioned this alleged Ponzi scheme, is what I call oh, it. No. Their accounts wait. Their accounts were disabled, and as of today, stream licensing no longer exists. Oh, so that when I, is when massive. I talk, Huge. When I talk about knowing your business, you've got to, as Robin Harris would say, Google him if you don't know who he is. Keep your eyes on your luggage. So a whole lot of people gave away money for no licensing. Wow. It, these radio stations were paying licensing to stream licensing under the guise of you have to you know, subscribe to us if you want to pay stream licensing royalties to the artists. And they kept the money for their own, you know, their own personal oh. gain. And now they're out of business. That's it. So sad. So the thing about it is, you really, you know, you, it's, I, somebody, <clears throat> it can't be me. Um, Could be me. Class action. Okay, <laughs> I no, almost no. did. A class, go ahead. a class action suit has to be started because you really can't go after these radio stations because they paid no. the fees they were supposed to pay. Yeah, you got to go after stream licensing. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I it agree. gets better. Another thing you need to know is, and you may not know that iHeartRadio has... Is coming out of bankruptcy. They filed bankruptcy. One of the things in the bankruptcy was sound exchange royalties that were owed to artists. That was included in the bankruptcy, which means if you get anything, you're going to get pennies, a part of a penny of a penny. Because last I heard, iHeartMedia owed sound exchange somewhere north of $14 million that was due to artists and royalties. Penny on a penny. Mm. Keep your eyes on your luggage. If you leave it on, leave it on the table. Somebody else will take it. It's not going to be me. But again, I talk about knowing your business. Call Sound Exchange. Ask about your royalties. Learn how to read the royalty statement. If more than six months goes by and you don't get a royalty statement, start calling mm. Sound Exchange. You can't call through licensing, but call uh, uh, <laughs> Sound Exchange, <laughs> please. <laughs> Right. Call BMI, CSAC, or ASCAP. Get your money, people. Yeah, that's amazing. Tanya B., as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Stay dry. <laughs> Things have dried I, up. I, well, yeah. I'm under my, uh, yeah. my, you know, my, my Rihanna umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. <laughs> and um, I will reconvene next week. And, you know, I'm going to have some more tea. I think next week we're going to have uh, green tea. Uh-uh, Followed by uh-uh, chai tea, uh-uh, uh-uh. and then we're gonna have some Earl Grey tea, and then we'll have some oolong tea to give us a little bit of um, a little umph in it. Oh, speaking of um, wait crazy. a minute, put a little umph in it. Huh? Put a little umph in it was a song by Jagged Edge. Everybody knows the four guys. One of them can't stay out of jail. That's Kyle. Then you got the twins. Now, um, you still giving tea? <laughs> wait a minute, and then one of the twins was the one that was at the candy. Damn. Girls, and that's yeah. how she wrote the song No Scrubs and Bugaboo was about him. Mm. But then the other one, Brandon, now he's being dragged probably straight to the courthouse because he's a deadbeat dad. Okay, thank you. I'm done. All right. Good night. Good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs> how does how does the Truman shake? The Truman show?
All right, so, good morning, good night, good afternoon, and goodbye. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so um, much, Tanya so B, for dropping that that's all. That's all I can do. I ain't got no more. Uh, all right. Have a good weekend. Have a right. good evening. Have a good whatever. You too. Take care. Bye. Damn. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I, I tell you, when she stays away, <laughs> she comes back hard. So thank you, Tanya B. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shannon, did you hang? <laughs> I'm here. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> All you can do is say, wow. Whoa. Whoa. Like, I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to start running the disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed <laughs> on mm-hmm. Tanya. Because she, some of that stuff, man, I'm like, uh, you sure? <laughs> 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 go ahead Tanya B go ahead Tanya B Tanya B and, and don't forget I'll make sure uh, her information is on, on the uh, podcast page uh, she's at T-Bird Atlanta on Instagram on the IG and it's T-B-Y-R-D uh, T-Bird that's why she spells her, her name Bird B-Y-R-D um, Atlanta on Instagram so okay cool cool Hey, let's move on. We, we, we running, of course, Tanya, Tanya B is taking up most of the show, uh, with her, her tea, but, uh, I got to get into, um, uh, Mike's report and, and we're going to talk a little bit of politics. Uh, we did, we did the fluff news, uh, the guilty pleasure stuff. Let's do some real news with Syracuse Mike. Okay, here we go, Mike. Democratic presidential candidate Mayor Pete Buttigieg has been back home in South Bend for the past several days dealing with the fatal shooting of a black man involving a white police officer. At a community forum Sunday, Buttigieg said he takes responsibility for the South Bend Police Department's failed efforts to hire more minority officers and implement the use of body cameras. To add to the tensions in that small city, one person was killed and several others were wounded in another shooting at a bar early yesterday. Vice President Mike Pence made the rounds on the Sunday talk shows and said today President Trump would respond to an attack by Iran with more sanctions. We expect the president to announce an additional round of sanctions in response to Iran's downing of an American unmanned vehicle, as well as in in a very real sense in, in the wake of what was clearly Iran's action in attacking two tankers in the straits. Pence on CBS's Face the Nation. He also backed up President Trump's claim that there are doubts the order to shoot down a U.S. drone by Iran was made at the highest level. President Trump targeted Iran's supreme leader and other top officials with sanctions Monday, taking a dramatic, unprecedented step to increase pressure on Iran after they downed an unmanned American drone. With tensions running high between the two countries, Mr. Trump signed an executive order imposing the sanctions. Here's Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin. Along with our existing sanctions authority, we have additional sanctions to go after the Supreme Leader's office and lock up literally billions of dollars more of assets. About 300 migrant children have been removed from a Border Patrol facility in Texas following media coverage of lawyers describing appalling and potentially dangerous conditions. The lawyers described seeing young children and teenagers not being able to shower for days and in some cases for weeks, plus inadequate food, prolonged periods of detention, and flu outbreaks. The facility is in Clint, Texas. The Senate approved a $4.6 billion bill to address the migrant surge at the border with Mexico, setting up a negotiation with the House and President Trump over the funds and how they should be spent. President Trump explained what the aid is all about. It's humanitarian aid. It's very important. And I think that 
A lot of people are starting to realize that I was right when I said we have a crisis at the border. Everyone's saying now we had a crisis at the border. It wasn't a manufactured crisis, which they were saying. The House actually passed a bill worth $4.5 billion earlier before the Senate came up with its own package. Without evidence, President Trump accused former special counsel Robert Mueller of committing a crime, saying that Mueller had illegally terminated FBI communications as part of his Russia investigation. Mr. Trump made the comment in an interview with Fox Business Network referring to two former FBI employees, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, who exchanged disparaging messages about the president. Mueller has reluctantly agreed to testify publicly on July 17th. Two big rulings by the Supreme Court today. The top court rejected efforts to stop politicians from drawing electoral maps in a way aimed at making sure one party in power remains in power. It's a practice known as partisan gerrymandering and can result in districts that are oddly shaped. Those districts are usually drawn by the party in power in a particular state. The court ruled along ideological lines in the decision written by Chief Justice John Roberts. Conservatives are in the majority on the court. The vote was 5-4 to four with liberals dissenting. The court agreed with Republican lawmakers in North Carolina and Democratic lawmakers in Maryland. The U.S. Supreme Court also handed President Trump a stinging defeat, blocking his contentious citizenship question planned for the 2020 census because they didn't agree with the government's reasoning for including the question. New York Attorney General Letitia James. Despite the Trump administration's attempt to politicize the census and divide our nation, we, the people, Prevailed. The president is now suggesting there could be a delay in the count mandated by the Constitution. Critics have said making people declare if they are citizens or not would result in some people deciding not to fill out the census. California Senator Kamala Harris getting a lot of media attention today after appearing to dominate last night's Democratic presidential debate. She went after frontrunner former Vice President Joe Biden over his recent comments about working with segregationists. It was hurtful. To hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. Biden responded. This characterized my position across the board. I did not praise racist. Biden's age and voting record became the focus of many of the candidates directly and indirectly. The threat of a second Trump term was also addressed after some expressed disappointment that the first night's candidates didn't mention the sitting president enough. While smirking, President Trump wagged his finger at Russian President Vladimir Putin and said, Don't meddle in the election, please. This happened before the two leaders met privately as they sat together in front of journalists for a photo op. Mr. Trump's response came after a reporter asked him if he would press the Russian leader about the issue. The two men were holding talks on the sidelines of the G20 summit in Japan. It was their first meeting since Robert Mueller concluded his investigation into Russian election interference. Appreciate it, Mike. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Mike, so much. Um, Just a couple of things. Um, I think Mayor Pete, is in trouble. Um, that whole thing with the uh, with the shooting of the the black man in um, in his in his city uh, is is really uh, a distraction. And if if he doesn't come out of this with um, a positive solution, I guess is the best way to put it, in South Bend, um, his presidential hopes are pretty much over. Um, so I think a lot of people are going to watch what comes out. Uh, with that shooting, that police shooting. Um, the other thing, um, 
of, of the report, I do want to say that's a whole lot of money going to the border. Four point six billion. <laughs> that's is that some of my reparation money? <laughs> that's all I got to say. Damn, four point six billion. But I, I, I do hunt. You know, I, I know that that there's a need uh, for humanitarian aid. Um, that's a lot of money, and and I just think we need to pay attention to how that money is spent, accountability wise. Uh, Mueller uh, coming on um, live on July seventeenth is going to be interesting. Uh, I, I I don't think Mueller is the kind of guy who's going to surprise us. I think he's just going to mention exactly what's in the report. And um, quite frankly, uh, Shannon, I think it's going to be boring. Uh, I, you know, it's going to, I, I just don't, I, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I, I just don't expect it to be drama filled with, with Mueller. He ain't the drama kind of guy. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. I mean, he sticks to facts. Yeah. However, I do think that it's going to be somewhat interesting just because we're going to be listening in and the media and everyone is going to be hanging on to every single word he says. So yeah. regardless, it's going to they're going to make it entertaining regardless if it's not. <laughs> yeah, but I think the drama is going to come from Congress, you know, or, or from Senate. I'm not sure. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, it's going it's the drama is going to be from the outside. And I don't know if he's going to bring the drama. And this uh, support uh, Supreme Court ruling, um, the gerrymandering, uh, you know, it lives on. And and quite frankly, um, you know, the the ruling was really bipartisan you know, where they supported one Republican um, uh, situation and a Democratic situation. So uh, but it's really the other thing. The great news is the census citizenship question has been struck down. Uh, I was hoping they would do that. Uh, because that could definitely have impact on how many people fill it out, fill out the census. So kudos to, you know, at least I think the Supreme Court got that right. Um, and Kamala was, I don't, did you watch the debate? Did you check I it out? I did actually. Yes, I did. What'd you think about Kamala? Yes. What'd you think? Um, I think that she had a lot of valid points and a lot of good points. And I think that this was a very good debate for her. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking forward to seeing how she's able to continue with the debate yeah. and how she's going to be able, like her strategy moving forward. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. Um, Warren, uh, Elizabeth Warren, I, I think just played defense. She just tried not to make a mistake, you know, um, Julian Castro, I think I'm saying his name right. Um, I thought he was a big standout. Uh, Cory Booker, I thought looked good. And I think Biden, Biden is in trouble in a major way. Um, if, if he doesn't turn things around soon, um, you know, I don't think it's going to be a repeat of Hillary. They're not going to try to make him heir apparent and push him through. Um, he's just going to fall by the wayside if he doesn't change things quickly. And um, his surrogates, the people who are out there on his behalf talking to media, they tap dancing like crazy right now because, um, you know, I think he's in trouble. He is. I think most of the most of the world thinks he's in trouble or the country, at least. So we'll see what's up with Joe, Joe Biden. All right. Um, I promised you all a, a little bit of Rob Redding. And of course, Rob Redding's news review actually streams immediately following GP3. Um, so if you're checking out the podcast, it's not going to be part of the podcast, but if you listen to us every Sunday, uh, beginning uh, at noon on castropolis.net, he airs. So I want to give you all just a taste 
of Reading News Review, and here we go. Camilla Harris, or Kamala, depending on how you like to pronounce her name, she stuck her foot in Joe Biden's ass. And we are going to end the week as we began the week with Joe Biden, because we started with Cory Booker literally not flinching and saying, you know what, Joe Biden was wrong in what he said about busing years ago. And Joe Biden is wrong now in how he's dealing with the issue of boy, and he's not backing down. And we started that on the show on Monday. So we're also going to talk about what's going on with other folks that are getting hosed, like Omarosa. Remember, we had the show about Omarosa and how Omarosa is being attacked by the White House. I told you they would go after her, and they are. This has been one of the most underreported stories out there, but we're all over it at Reading News Review. And so we will talk about it. We will also talk about Michael Jackson. Ten years ago, we lost him. And, of course, O.J. Simpson has a new story on that one that I didn't miss. I just haven't talked about because it's been such a busy week. And then finally, it's not too busy for Whitney Houston. I heard it this morning like everybody else. It's already got 100,000 people, 100,000 people that have listened to it on YouTube. Higher Love, her brand-new cut. It is amazing. Since chills up your spine, the estate has been holding on to it since she died in 2012. And now we have a new Whitney Houston song. This will go to number one. I'm telling you, it will go to number one. It is the best tune I've heard all year long, and I just miss I miss Whitney Houston. I miss this woman so much. She's so beautiful. My God. Whitney Houston, I love her. She's great. So let me just, I, I just, I get chills up my spine just thinking about how good this single is. It's really good. If you haven't heard it, we're going to play it. Damn, Rob is, <laughs> Rob's excited about Whitney. So we haven't, I haven't heard it. Have you heard it, Shannon? Have you heard it? I haven't. I'm going to Google it right after this. Right, or I'm cool. going to actually listen. I'm just going to wait to listen when he plays it, right, actually. Cool. Yeah, so he's excited about it. So uh, I, I am going to check him out as well. And uh, thank you. Um, don't forget, if you listen to GP3 Live at castropolis.net, again, uh, castropolis.net, go there, listen live right after our show. Our show airs at noon. You never know how long it's going to be. So, so just wait until we finish. And then um, typically it's within an hour. Um, so castropolis.net, uh, I guess after GP3 Reading News Review airs immediately following. Um, if you don't get a chance, if you listen to the podcast, uh, you can support Rob Redding uh, at robredding.com. He has a daily show and it's subscription based. So you can go on and subscribe and listen to him daily. And uh, you can also check out his weekly news review. I think he offers that weekly news review uh, on demand on his website as well. Again, it's robredding.com, robredding.com. Hey, State of the War podcast. Don't forget, y'all. It is on SoundCloud. It is on iTunes. It is on TuneIn and soon to be Spotify. Uh, It is at castropolis.net. Um, you can go check it out there as well. And, and soon she'll, uh, Shannon Marguerite will be streaming or she'll have her show available within the stream as she builds more content and she's doing her thing. Shannon, what you got? You got anything to leave the, to leave the people with about, uh, you know, what's, what's to come in your show? You got any words of wisdom stuff? Yeah. So 
What I'm looking forward to is, you know, working with the community and really giving that awareness about adoptees and not just talking to adoptees only, but different people that adoption has affected. And, you know, this is this I told you before I gave you a shout out, but this has been amazing. I mean, this is just an amazing journey. I'm just honored to be here with you and to listen to everyone talk with you know, listen to Tanya, listen to the podcast that's coming after this. So I'm just hanging out. I'm just enjoying my journey here. I really am. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. And, um, <laughs> you know, we'll definitely make sure I'll make sure your stuff's on the podcast page as well. So um, people can also follow you uh, via the podcast page. Uh, don't forget also, speaking of the podcast uh, page, uh, if you're still following the candidates, uh, we'll make sure the uh, presidential candidates informations at ballotpedia dot uh, org. Uh, I would, if I if I were you, um, I would bookmark that. I think it's an important um, bookmark website to go to to check out what's happening with all the candidates, and it's up to the minute. So uh, again, ballotpedia, great job. We'll make sure that's on the podcast page. Also, all things uh, GP three are at castropolis dot net. You can check us out. Uh, of course, you can stream from there. You can also stream from our Instagram page. We have a link there, GP3Homies. Uh, follow us on Twitter at homies underscore GP3. We're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, SoundCloud, Podbean, TuneIn Radio. Um, you can search GP3Homies on all those platforms. Don't forget, support the podcast. Keep the lights on. You can click our Patreon link at castropolis.net. Uh, go to castropolis.net, y'all. And and again, just want to say kudos, big thanks to Shannon Marguerite, State of the Ward podcast for being on. Again, check her out. iTunes, SoundCloud, tune in. More more to come. And uh, Shannon, again, thank you so much for waking up Sunday morning. Sunday, And, and, and I'm going to have a T-shirt. Uh, I'm sorry, a T-shirt. A T-shirt, too. Uh, it, it's going to say, um, Sunday morning, be hard on people. Join GP3. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's great. I need a medium or maybe a large, maybe small. <laughs> Give me all the sizes and hand them out. <laughs> hand them out, hand them out. Hey, but, uh, you know, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you getting up doing the show. And uh, with that, y'all, uh, GP3, uh, show number 141, round 141 is in the can. And we out of here. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap SB the G, graphics Lady J. Thanks for listening.